Yo, what's going on, everyone? It's Brian and Jim here with Drink a Beer and Play a Game, and welcome to another episode of The Power Hour. Yes, hello, everybody. Welcome to episode 177. Thank you for joining us tonight. Hope you're having a good one. And speaking of joining us, we have a guest this week. He comes to us from the Scarlet Sprites page. He is Joe. Joe, what are you doing, man? What's up, guys? Thanks, Brian and Jim, for having me. Really appreciate being able to get on the podcast and experience the power hour for myself in real time tonight. <laughs> nah, cheers, buddy. Thank you for joining us. We've, uh, I know we've been talking for a while. I know we've been big yeah. fans of your page. Um, and speaking of your page, where can people find you? Where do you want them to subscribe? Where can yeah. we send them? Yeah, just check out uh, Scarlet Sprites on YouTube. I mean, that's really it. I mean, I'm on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook as well, all that kind of stuff. But YouTube is really where all the fun and the magic happens. Um, probably on Twitter, as far as social media goes, um, that's probably my, my, my biggest platform outside of YouTube. But yeah, definitely uh, check out the videos and, and all the arcade fun at uh, Scarlet Sprites on YouTube. Yeah, now I will say... Uh... Uh, maybe we're biased because we're talking with you, but you're definitely one of the more entertaining and informational arcade YouTubers I've ever seen. So I know watching your stuff, I've always really enjoyed. So I appreciate that. If you like arcade and you don't strictly cover arcade stuff, but that, that that's the majority. And that, uh, yeah, I've learned a lot. <laughs> yeah, good. That's, that's what I always hope for, you know, just kind of share the experiences and what I'm into and, you know, hopefully other people that, you know, pick things up or it's like, Oh, you know what? Maybe I could do that too. And, uh, go out, find a deal. And, you know, I, I've, I've heard from a few people who have said like, I, Hey, I found a, a cheap cabinet and I've decided I can make a go with this. And, uh, you know, a year later I, I got something working, you know, and, and it's like, I never thought I could do it, but I watched the channel and I wanted to do it. And that's, that's really cool. I love, I love hearing stuff like that. Yeah. So I like we on your page, you talk a lot about like how far you go to get your cabinets and where you find them and where you get the deals. I have just a quick question. How are you so good with all the word working and all the restoration and shit like that? Because I am not handy at all. Like I'm not. I, I, I wasn't either. Like I would just get I, it and throw it in a bathtub and be like, oh, that'll work. Like, yeah, right. Is it yeah, something you just I mean, picked up along the way or trial and error? Yeah, I mean, I, I think, yeah, I've talked a little bit about that before because because people do ask that and. You know, the first the first machine I got was the the Neo Geo arcade. That was the the big red, and thankfully there wasn't a whole lot wrong with it. So I could kind of open it up, take it apart, not take it apart, but you know what I mean, like open up the doors, look at the back, like you know, and kind of get a feel for like what's going on in there. And there was a few things that were wrong with it, and I I got help on a few forums and I'm, I'm always like really, I, I shout out uh, James Whalen all the time. Uh, JNX. He guys awesome. Like he, he helped me when I was new and starting out and I didn't know anything and he would answer questions for me and, and got me up and running with some of the things that were wrong. And, and I think that's really important. So I try to do the same thing for other people going forward, but yeah, I mean, it was really just starting off with that first cabinet and, figuring out like a few little nuances and then you know you, you start thinking about it after you know a couple months it's like i bet i could do some other stuff too right and then you just start adding to the repertoire um, for the longest time i never messed with monitors like that was always something that was a little scary to me and i was like uh, it might be outside my wheelhouse like taking taking the the monitor chassis out and fooling around with like i don't know anything about that but 
you know, there's a certain point when you get into a hobby that you can keep paying other people to do it for you, or you can learn it yourself. And then, you know, it becomes instantly, it's cheaper as soon as you start doing stuff yourself. So, you know, you, I mean, really the, the, the trick is reading and I know it's, it's a really unsexy answer <laughs> and nobody wants to just go out and read, but that is how I picked up so much stuff, just scouring forums, things that I wasn't even really like doing at the time, or I'd see like a topic that was posted and I'd be like, oh, that's interesting. Like what's, what, what's, what's his deal with this? And then I'd kind of like read down through and, um, just kind of stow it, you know, away for, for another time. And then, you know, you go back and when you, when you encounter a problem, I mean, the arcade hobby is not new and somebody else has encountered that more than likely. And you can go out and you can find stuff to help. But, but yeah, I mean, really, you know, it's a, it's a long way of answering. I just kind of chipped away at it early on. I, I didn't do a lot of big stuff and, and, you know, uh, Jim, you brought up the woodworking stuff. Like I am, I am not handy. Like I, 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 I'm, I can't do, I can't do anything really. Right. Like <laughs> I start watching a few videos here and there, um, you know, about like, okay, well it just needs sanded. Like I could sand, you know, and like figure it, figure that element out and like, okay, I bought an orbital sander and then, you know, then I bought a router to, to and it's like, I'm watching, I'm watching YouTube videos on how to, how to do some of that stuff. And it's just adding like little pieces. Like every year, you, you know, I just pick up, one more little piece and, and, and put it all together. So that's how I ended up where I am. Now, my question to you, so you started with the Neo Geo. You said that was your first one. Yeah. Um, since that point, though, with ones you've kept or maybe sold, how many arcade cabinets have you had? <laughs> uh, it's, uh, I, I think, so I've only, I've only gotten rid of one, and I, okay. and I basically traded it. Um, I traded a working virtual cop for a, a friend of mine who had, honestly, he had, he, he's helped me out a lot with just going and picking stuff up and like using his truck and uh, trips to Maryland and, and whatnot. So he's, he's kind of always at the ready. And he picked up that uh, GI Joe cabinet that I, that I have that um, needed restored. And he grabbed that when he was actually um, down, down near you guys uh, for, for a bike race and he brought that back and it was a Sega or no, it was a fisherman's bait, Konami fisherman's bait mm. uh, that somebody had turned it into that. And I, I basically, he, he had wanted a virtual cop for a while and I was like, just, just take it, dude. Like you've done so much for me. And then he, so he unloaded the fisherman's bait and I, I gave him that. But uh, to answer, I think there's, I think there's 20 in the basement right now. 20. I think I have 20 machines down there. Um Four of them, I think, are just sitting, like, waiting to be restored. Everything else, yeah. for the most part, is up and running. So at this point, do you mostly look for, like, restoration projects, I'll call them? Yeah. I mean, I would say that that's definitely, you know, the, the Neo Geo fully working. It was They said it was fully working. It, it, it wasn't when I got it. But, um, yeah, I mean, that and the candy cabinets that I bought were, were also fully working. And... It, that there was not a whole lot of wiggle room on on the on the east coast here like if you find something you know i just i got it because it, it's not candy cabinets are harder to find on, on mm -hmm. the east coast but yeah everything else um if you know really like anything like if it's if it's under 500 bucks it's uh, and it, it looks like it's in good shape and it's got a working monitor in it 
and it just needs some some love like i'm i'm in let's let's do it you know that's kind of where where i've been and i've been really fortunate i think even like the first video for for this year the the first machine i got was like 150 bucks it was a as a dynamo hs5 like basically what you would have seen street fighter in back in the day i mean street fighter was was rampant in these cabinets back in the day and somebody had turned it into a, a police trainer which is which is fine but um the guy didn't want it and he's like 150 bucks i'm like okay because i for, yeah. originally he said three and i was like i don't need another project and then he's like it's like 150 bucks and i was like all right, all right, all right. <laughs> actually maybe been a hot yeah i'm like all right i'll just i'll take it like you know so but yeah looking for for deals and and stuff like that is kind of where i've i've fallen in the last like three or four years well, dude, speaking of fortunate, like you had like that thing that every collector, because we all do it in our basements because we're all stupid and we don't have enough space. And you had like that minor flood happen and you still wound up with like oh, yeah. not having like any like too crazy damage <sighs> and shit like that. Like you see that, that was, tweet go out and you're just like, oh, fuck. Oh, no. Was, like every was, collector's yeah. heart drops. Yeah, I was really that was that was a bad night. I mean, that pipe that that burst in the wall. And I, I thankfully, I mean, I. I like know where your water as a homeowner know where your water shutoff is. You should know where that is. Like mm-hmm. if you don't, <laughs> especially if you're keeping expensive things in your house or, or things that you you can't replace. It doesn't even need to be expensive, um, you know. But uh, thankfully, I got to that that shutoff and, and and got the water killed to the house. It, it was only running. I, I want to say like thirty seconds. So, but it still caused a lot of cleanup. Thirty seconds of oh, yeah. water just spewing into the basement was still a mess, but. Yeah, nothing got permanently damaged. Uh, got everything cleaned up, pipes fixed, and but yeah, that was scary. Especially for like, I mean, a lot of that stuff is not easy to replace, and certainly not like you're you're not just going to go out and find like another like big blue cabinet for like you know five hundred bucks or whatever. Yeah. Like you're just you're just not going to happen. Like, Especially with today's if, prices. Yeah, it's it's outrageous. Yeah. And actually, I do love your collection, especially when you did like your whole game room tour collection video. Because you're like, yeah, I kind of, you know, started out with normal systems. And then I became a freak about the Neo Geo 8, yes. And then I was like, ah, screw it. Full on arcades. I was like, this yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that is pretty, that's pretty accurate, actually. That is, that, that's, that's how it, how it unraveled. That's the gateway drug right there. <laughs> yeah, uh, 100%. That was my panel at Long Island Retro, uh, Neo Geo, the gateway drug. Dude, that place looks so cool, too. Because that was one that was built right in the Air Museum, right? Yeah, the Cradle of Aviation on Long Island. Yeah, it's a great venue for a, a convention. It was awesome. I had such a good time. Good people. Um, yeah, really just a different type of show. And I got to ask, because you're a PA boy, too, and with football yeah. season just starting. Now, I know you central PA boys. Mm. So, Steelers <laughs> or Eagles, what is it? Oh, it's Eagles, 100%. Oh, thank God. I'm, I'm Philly sports across it. the board. Yeah, because I knew you're a big like Sixers guy and shit like that. We did talk Flyers, but I was like, there's yeah. always there's always that goddamn Steelers that sneaks in there. <laughs> no, that always that's always weird to me. Like, um, like when somebody like splits like things down the line like that, and they're like, yeah, I like the Phillies for for baseball, but I like the Steelers for football and for for mm-hmm. hockey. I'm a Rangers fan, and it's like, the- what? Like, just pick a city. Like, <laughs> just, yeah, stick to a city. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> No, I since I was I've been watching your videos. It's funny because uh, I went on like Facebook and every so often I just type in arcade cabinets and I think the same way. Like if I find one that would be cheap enough and it, it's a deal. And I remember the one time it was a completely busted cabinet, but it was it was the uh, the blue Hydro Thunder. Oh yeah, the, and it was I 
I guess relatively cheap. It was like two fifty or something. But I mean, I don't even I don't know if the monitor was broken or not there. So probably. it was probably just the empty cab. <laughs> yeah. But I was like, part of me was like, it would be really cool to get that. And even if I converted it into like a gaming station, not yeah. even necessarily restoring it to the whole game, but like using it for something else. But I was like yeah, the uh, the basement with the kids and everything. I was like, the space would be a major issue. Oh yeah, and and I I'm like, yeah, I don't want to start trying to commit to that because I, I I get fearful of like yeah. Me and Jim are obviously collectors, and yeah, I feel like once you go down that road, you'll be like, oh, I did this one, so maybe another one, and then another one. Yeah, I mean, you're <laughs> you're just telling me my my last the last like ten years of my life is what you're explaining. Yeah, yeah it's, a, it's 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 a slippery slope. Um, yeah, I mean, I really thought like initially, I'm like, I, I committed to the Neo Geo because I was like, well, it's basically like, a, it's it's very similar to a console. Like, so somebody that, you know, you're just swapping a cartridge in and out. And I'm like, I get I get a Neo Geo, which I already, I, I, I'm a big Neo Geo fan, obviously. Yeah. So, I, so that was like the heart of, of wanting it. But it also like, I felt like initially, like I wasn't locked to a single game. In, in a cabinet so if i'm dedicating the space to to an arcade machine i can swap cartridges and swap games out and have a lot of different you know experiences but you know obviously like as i went further into the hobby like you, you don't have to be it does, you don't need a neo geo for that like you you can experience lots of different games and there's ways to play them and stuff and especially nowadays like there's so many different options for being able to swap swap out games um you know be it emulation or like a like a mr kate or like even the pandora's boxes and all that kind of stuff. like there's so many different ways to do it and even just something that's like straight jamma wired um you know a lot of a lot of 90s games are are use that same pinout so you can just swap the boards in and out so there's a lot of different you know reasons why i went with that but then i was like all right, well, I got the Neo Geo, but now I do want something that's just jamma wire, you know. And then it's like I can, the candy cabs are small; like I could fit that in there. And then you know, and then I'm like, I, looking at Craigslist, and and I see like somebody had that Virtua Fighter, and and he had that listed for like 500 bucks. And I I think I shot him a, an email, and I was like, what about like what about like maybe maybe 300 dollars? And 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 he's like, yeah, I'll drop it off tonight. And I was like, oh. <laughs> and, oh, so then, and then my wife's like coming home from work and, and, and this guy's unloading a virtual uh virtual fighter cabin into our garage and it's like okay the, now the hobby's starting to get get a little out of hand but yeah that was really that it, it got a little bit more out of hand after that too i mean it, it only went up by tenfold so yeah right no yeah deal. exactly <laughs> dude i think it's bad when another game shows up in the mail and she's like really another one i can imagine a fucking arcade showing up yeah, yeah, I, I, it, that's always the thing. That's like there'll be like a local auction or something, and and my wife should be like, "Well, you're not bidding on anything in there, are you?" I'm like, I don't know. Like, you know, it's it's the, you got to get while the getting's good. Like, you're not always going to be able to find arcade machines. Like, and that is actually like a, an argument I've I've used because and and there's price history to support that mm-hmm. at this point. Oh, yeah. Like where, you know, like five years ago, you know, what I paid for like the candy cabinets and stuff it's unbelievable like the way that those have gone up like just in expo like double triple the price in in some cases and um yeah they're just getting harder to find and you know the warehouse that i went to in maryland where i I got a lot of the machines and and projects that i have uh it got sold and so it's done and yeah so there is like a there is like a finite window i i in in some ways that you know that I, i was looking at that 
um, you know, try to like, like I picked up that area 51 and I was like, I look, I want to get a, I want to get a light gun, a, a dedicated light gun cabinet that I can put light gun games in. And that was up and, you know, at auction, I was like, it might be now or never. Like if I don't, if I don't yeah. get, it might, it might not ever happen. And, uh, similar, uh, punch out Nintendo punch out was up, um, a few weeks ago. And I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know, like when will I, it was, and at the time it was sitting at like six or $700 for this, this Nintendo punch out. I'm like, okay. Um, it ended up selling. I, I want to say it was up over two thousand dollars. Jesus! Like, oh, my, oh my god! Like, and I was out. Like, I'm not. I'm not spending <laughs> spending like, that. Nope. Yeah. That's like that's outside of like what I do. Like, if if I can have yeah. it for a reasonable price, fix it up. But it was like unrestored, and somebody paid over two grand for it. And that's the kind of stuff that's happening now. So it is. It, I do feel like, at least for me, my finances, space, and everything, like. It, it was kind of like now or never moment. And now I'm kind of like almost in the twilight of that where I'm just going through rehabbing, restoring, maybe cleaning up stuff. Um, you know, maybe I'll downsize a little bit here or there. But for the most part, um, that was a big question I got at Retro World. People kept asking like, what what's next? And what, what other machines? Do you have a list? And it's like, you know, one, there's like finite space mm-hmm. in the basement. So if you have something, I mean, it doesn't mean you can't bring something else in, but you got to ship something else out. And I think... I think retro ralph is kind of at that point where he's mm-hmm. he's like a, got like a storage locker he has to like move stuff out to that like and i'm not i'm not about to, to start running you know i'm not i'm not going that that way but um yeah for me i think i'm pretty much where where i want to be with every, i mean there's 20 machines down i, I you got to draw a line at some point you know and actually with brian and i being beer guys we got to ask if any of like the barcades in the area hit you up like hey like we saw this are you ever selling anything we could use another spot or replace a machine um, Hershey Park asked uh, if if I was interested in like helping them repair stuff at one point, and I was just—I mean, it because I, I was I was kind of bitching about their Dragon Slayer always being down. <laughs> like, every time I'm over there, your Dragon Slayer is broken. Like, why? What is going on? Like, you know, there's other things. Like, you don't. If, he was talking about the late. I, I figured it was like the laser disc player. Like that that shit's always bad. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's other options. Like, you don't have to like keep like fixing a wonky laser disc player like there's other options to to run that and i sent some links and stuff and then they're like well do you do you want to fix it <laughs> like i not, like that they hit not, you up with the really. reverse <laughs> like not really like i don't i i mean i i i'm i'm ha- happy to point you in the right direction but but i was more i selfishly i was more interested in if you guys aren't going to fix that um i'll take it off your hands ah, <laughs> i was kind of yeah. kind of going the other other way with it as opposed to having them pull me in to come over there and, and work on stuff <laughs> now for some lifetime season passes maybe i don't know yeah right like yeah. I, I would be interested in that like that, I, would, that would yeah i mean storm chaser <laughs> is a good ride so hershey park is not cheap these days speaking of no. ca- cabinets going up in price hershey park is not a cheap uh adventure anymore <laughs> no not at all <laughs> yeah my last time i was there is when my buddy his ex-girlfriend her dad worked there so it'd be like verizon day be like oh i'm gonna take a shitload of people there so yeah. that definitely is like a nice way to save like 300 bucks just in tickets that's how that's how i end up going like that's how i go every year is just through work yeah all right joe so jim did mention barcades and and we are curious uh you a beer drinker you know, it's funny. I, I I'm not uh, as as much as as you guys are. I I can look back. At, I think this past summer, like I'm a very seasonal drinker when it comes. Okay. Like so so like if it's like a holiday weekend or something like that, I'll I'll definitely you know have like whatever 
you know, is at the party or like some type of like summer shandy, you know, some something like that that you guys probably frown upon. Um, we Lancaster, love it all. I <laughs> have a Keystone Light flag. Yeah, yeah, okay, all right, fair enough. Anything. That's fair enough. And yeah, he talks um, about white claws and loving them, so you know that's, that's fine. Yeah, uh, <laughs> refreshing. Lancaster Brewing Company is is pretty close to to me, and they have like a, a winter warmer that they the make. winter it's warmer. Like, yep. Yeah, I really like that. Um, so I yeah I don't drink a, a whole lot, not not as much. I also, as I've gotten older, um, migraines really bad. Um, mm. and I'm, I'm on prescriptions now and all kinds of, so anytime I drink, there's like this risk that I'm, I'm running yeah, all of a sudden. And, and, and it sucks so bad. So I got to like, if it's going to be like a good time, like, like it's, this is a weekend, like Halloween weekend, like with, with friends at the beach or whatever, I'm like, all right, I'm all in like migraine happens. It happens, but I'm not going to just like drink and I, especially dark stuff, like, uh, yeah, I, I know I'm a little bit of a downer right now, but I, no, I don't, no, I don't no. drink. I don't drink a, a a a lot of beer or alcohol. I mean, I went to like Retro World. I think you know I'll have like a beer or two at the bar, but then I, I, that's I, how you it's, cut it's, it. It's one or it's one or two max, and I'm done because I I just I can't risk it. No, that's called being responsible. <laughs> yeah, that makes perfect sense. I, I actually, I actually like. I, I was like. I, I know that I know that uh, you know we're, we're we're drinking a beer and, and play a game and that's that's like your whole thing. I was like I don't I don't have a beer or anything exciting, but I brought um, I got this this Coca Cola bite. It's it was a, a oh, special I never saw that. drink that they did for gamers inspired by gaming. It, it supposedly tastes like pixels. Um, it was on yeah. <laughs> the hell does a pixel taste like? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm gonna find out. I'm gonna open it up here and, and taste it. And it's also zero sugar, so I'm guessing it probably tastes like garbage. But yeah. you know what? It was it was gaming inspired, and I'm like, I, I have to have something. Uh, you know what? The starlights, the, the starlight zeros are pretty damn it's good. So bad, you might be right? alive. I've, I've had that. I have had that. Um, my wife brought something else home the other day because she's like, I know you like bullshit soda. And all kinds. She's like, you're, you're. She's like, you love, you love the gimmicks. So I brought, I bought, and I don't remember what it was. It was something else that Coke made. Oh, it was awful. Um, there was also no sugar, and it just tasted like, um, I, I don't, I, I don't even. It, I mean, it was like copper. It was like, a, it, oh. it was just like putting pennies in your mouth. I'm like, I, I, and, and she tasted it. She's like, oh, it's t- shit. Pour it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I don't know what they did to that. So I'm gonna, yeah, I'm gonna take, I'm gonna take a sip. Now, Jambers, while he's taking a sip, what you got in your glass today? Well, Brian, uh, speaking of seasonals, I'm going with an Oktoberfest. The good old Ooh. Cape May from Cape May, the Oktoberfest. Straight up Marzen, 5.8% alcohol. <coughs> Damn it, you. Rich and complex, this amber-colored lager is smooth and clean due to the cool 50-degree fermentation mellowing as its lagers. Well-balanced with a hint of hops presence, Oktoberfest is focused on the Grain Bill of Vienna, Munich, uh, Kara Munich, Pilsen, and Melanoidin Malts. There we go. I can read. <laughs> nice. Yeah, speaking, uh, I'm going right along with the Oktoberfest. We got till this Saturday. The 17th is when it's done. So I'm sticking with the Shiner Oktoberfest, finishing those off. And then I'll be dipping back into those Devil Backbones O-Fest like we did... Did you do that with me last week, Jim? Yeah. That those were two yeah. So interestingly enough, I did go to a little Oktoberfest celebration near me and had, you know, the Hofbrau, the Spaten, um, and all the other German staples, I'll say. And it is there is something about being out and about, eating your pretzels off a string, getting the beer nuts. 
paying $10 for a whiskey-infused cigar that you lose half of it because it falls out of your pocket. But yeah, uh, the beer tastes better in a festival setting, so I can vouch for the Oktoberfest. <laughs> they serve it cold or is it like lukewarm? No, it's it's ice cold. Okay, yeah. they did it for the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> now, Joe, how is that uh, your, your pixelated Coke? <laughs> well, if you've ever had grape soda and poured three quarters of it out and filled the can back up with seltzer, that's what this Ooh. tastes like. Ooh. Oh, that good, doesn't guys. sound good at all. It's <laughs> not good. It's terrible. It's actually oh, no. it's really terrible. Yeah. Oh, no. It needs sugar. That, that, that shouldn't be a selling point. Zero sugar. It needs sugar. Oh, the yeah. pixels let you down. Yeah, it's a cool can. I mean, it's it's you know it's ki- yeah it, I mean, it's, it's catchy yeah. It has like a nice little box that came in, and you know they tried, but um, yeah, there's a reason that's not on shelves. I think so. I, so that's not a return for you. That's yeah, uh, yeah, that's not, that's not happening. Yeah, I just it's funny you you, you were talking about. Uh, sodas and gimmicks and it's funny because i don't i very rarely drink soda but i forget if it was pepsi or coke one of them had a goofy flavor Uh, for example i'll just say say it's like birthday flavor but it's like a mysterious one and i drank it and i guess they were trying to go for peach but with like coke or pepsi flavor it was just the opposite of what you're saying where it was way too sweet and way too much. Okay. It was like, it tasted like they dunked peach rings in it, but like allowed way too much of the sugar to settle. I was like, Oh my God, this is way too sweet. Yeah. So yeah, it's like the inverse of your problem. Well, that's like the, yeah, that's cause you're right. You can go too hard that way. And it just feels like your teeth are rotting, right? Yeah. It, it, you get that, that film in your mouth. It's like, this isn't even good. Like it's just, yeah, it's too much. <laughs> now, uh, Joe, now I know you're not a big drinker, Clearly, I guess I guess you're a pretty big gamer. You know, you only got 20 arcade cabinets. <laughs> he dabbles. Yeah. But uh, what's been your go-to? So, like, aside from when you're working on projects, do you have a game that you've been a- actively, like, playing in the background or, or has been your go-to for the past couple weeks? Yeah, you know, it's funny because that comes up a lot. And um, I, I, don't, I don't have, like, a sexy answer for that because people always are – they'll ask about, like, you know – some like Japanese like shooter or whatever. It's like, are, are, you know, how That's are you gym. with like Ketsui? Like, are you, you know, are you, how are you, you know, Dodon Pachi? Can you one credit clear? I'm like, no. Like, I, I'm not like, I'm not great at at those. I play NBA Showtime so much. Like, nice. I, and I, I have the Sports Station cabinet down there, and you know, it's kind of like I, I've talked about it before on the channel. Like, there's like these. They're like the core's light of video games, and I don't care because I just love them so much. Like mm-hmm. playing Blitz and Showtime and NBA Jam, and um, you know, and it's a great game that you can just turn on and just play, and you're done like in ten minutes, and it, it's not a big commitment. So yeah, NBA Showtime is my big thing. Like I, I think I ripped through. Uh, I just, I just did my third pass through beating all the teams, all the special teams and like basically clearing the, the whole game. So it's, uh, that's my, uh, that's my, my jam, so to speak is, <laughs> is, is NBA showtime. Now, let me ask you uh, one thing we've noticed. Jim and I agree. I think the old school sports games were always the best. Part of the reason why you see things like Tecmo Super Bowl being updated with modern rosters and then re-emulate it. If you could do that feasibly kind of easy, I know you're using legit hardware, 
Like, would that be something you'd be interested in? Like, use modern-day teams, just updated rosters? Or do yeah. you just, like, sticking with the old teams? Yeah, I often think about that, too. Because, like, um, like I would love to have, like, NBA. We're talking about NBA Showtime. Like, like yeah. give me Joel Embiid. Like, I want to go out and <laughs> right? play. Like, that would be awesome. Like, give me, give me that game with, with Embiid in it. And I know there's um, – you guys might have to help me out a little bit. There was a game I had for Switch that was – it was kind of sort of like uh, NBA Jam. And you, you could play – as it was like a two on two, but I, I can't remember. What oh, it was I know called. what you're talking about. I can't remember the name of it though. Yeah. And there's like some, um, like, yeah, there's like some pay to play crap that was embedded in it too, which I never really got into, but I, it, it was fine for what it was, but it just lacked like the overall charm charisma of like the old school, like games, at least as far as, as far as I'm concerned, I played the old, the, the old, the, the last version of NBA Jam that came out, was that, like 10 years ago maybe? They did, came yeah. out for Xbox. And that yeah. was all right. I, I played that for a, for a bit. But um, but yeah, I would love that. I mean, updated rosters. Like, like even like uh, we were just talking about hockey, like open ice. Like, I wouldn't mind oh, seeing like an yep. updated roster for that. Like, if you could, somebody put together a hack. But people don't necessarily do like roster hacks for arcade games the way yeah. you see for like super nintendo and the old school like genesis games and stuff it just i, I think the the effort that's required versus the user pool is is pretty you know not it, worth it's, it's it. just not worth it for somebody to sit and do all that yeah and the game you're, you're thinking of was it the nba 2k playground yeah. yeah yeah so it's funny you said that i've been wanting a good like I miss playing NBA Jam. I'm not a I'm not a modern sports simulator style. Like I don't like it with wrestling. I don't like it with anything, but I love those. And I got a bundle deal for like it was that and the wrestling NBA or like the WWE 2K whatever with the giant what, battlegrounds. Yeah, it was yeah. like a bundle for like five bucks for both games. So yeah, I was like, oh, greater. okay. And I started playing it. And same deal, like you said, there was legends from all over so you can yep. get iverson yeah Will chamberlain but like either you pay up front because that's who you want or you grind it out yeah. and take forever and i was like i'm not gonna play it that much so. yeah, agreed yeah I, I played that for i played it for like maybe a month uh just off and on and i was just like this just sucks <laughs> yeah i'm not gonna unlock all this stuff and i'm certainly not giving you know a bunch of money just to just, just so you can play mm-hmm. yeah so i'm not uh, yeah so I, I ended up i think i ended up just getting rid of it at the yard sale <laughs> I, don't, I don't even have it are they real dicks and they're like okay you can have sean bradley for free but if you want a real player <laughs> yeah yeah the, i think they threw in like one or two like you're like oh okay this is good but like all the main ones you would want and they even have like variations it's like iverson from this year iverson from that year jordan like they have like seven different versions of jordan so it's like okay this is one way to do it yeah 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 yeah. and and the game itself was it was fine but it just wasn't i don't know it just wasn't quite as fun it didn't capture it the way nba jam or those older school games did no now, what about you, Chambers? I know you, you've been burning a hole in your goddamn list for Level 50 Club. Oh, I mean, I only finished one more game, so I finally uh, finished up uh, Bloodstained, Curse of the Moon 2. So, absolutely love it. I want to go back, you know, after I'm done Level 50 and our Patreon review games and, you know, give it a few more playthroughs because the story keeps building on itself every time you go through it. So, it's it's a fantastic Castlevania throwback. And if you like the old school Castlevania games and you haven't played them yet, definitely check it out 
And besides that, I just got more footage for this uh, Sonic 3 video. So I'm done. I'm done with Sonic 3. I'm good. <laughs> I've, I've got like 100 gigabytes of da- uh, footage that I have to that I went through and shit like that. So we're good. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start in on Spider-Man because we got to get to that next. So that'll be my plan for the week. Nice. Yeah, I uh, I'm I think I'm close to finishing Days Gone. And it is a fun game. I like my zombie games. But I think I've even hit my limit of zombie games of like how much I like them. So it's not a bad game. The story's really well done, which Jim, I know you don't care about. Bye. But but it's uh it's also I think a little bit long. Like it's unnecessarily long. I'm at mm. the point where I'm like, all right, I just want to get to the end of this, and you really shouldn't be doing that with any game. But yeah, to to finish it off because it's one of my resolution games. Um, I've pretty much only focused in on that this past week. So hoping to finish that one up. What's a what's a top zombie game? If you're a fan of that genre, like what would you say is your favorite zombie game? So like the go to I would always go with is pick your poison with Resident Evil remakes. Okay. Like I I always, but I I compare that to I don't know if you're a horror fan, but like. The old school George Romero movies where it's like you're not dealing with hordes of zombies. You're dealing with one or two, and they're going to get you eventually, and they're bullet sponges. <laughs> but the most fun co-op game I've ever played is Left 4 Dead 2. Oh, yeah. Where, like, that's, you know, that's as fun of a horde-style game. Nowadays, all these games try to do this partial, like, realistic simulation with giant hordes. And... and, and it can only be fun for so long, is yeah. all I'll say. I like so. that. Le- less is more sometimes, right? Absolutely. It makes them... Because you're not scared so much. Like if, if I mean, in this game, for example, you do come across hordes of literally, they'll be on screen like something like 500 zombies at a time, and they're running at you. And you have to like be really smart, and it is scary for that. But you see one, even if I see 10, I'm like, that ain't shit. Like, you're not even scared. Whereas in Resident Evil, you're like fuck there's two in this hallway like what am i gonna do you yeah. know it, it's a different mentality and yeah. i like the slow steady pace of it yeah i'm with you on you that know. yeah but um but chambers i think we have to uh give a quick shout out because this week for patreon we do have a new sign up yeah jason joined up in the five dollar tier so thank you very much make sure to check out the email so you can see all your rewards getting your game review request Check out our bonus episodes, so thank you for the support. Really appreciate it. And speaking of Patreon, patreon.com slash game, where for as little as $2 a month, you can ask a question we will answer on each and every single one of these Power Hour podcasts. So, first up is from Game Whisperer Dean. Should Mr. Straight Edge, CM Punk, just drink a beer and play a game? <laughs> um, I, As someone who's not a current wrestling fan at all, I still watched cm punk do the same thing he's done for the past 20 years which is bitch 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 i'm i want to be back me 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 did, did you watch like the anyone. scrum did you I watch did. the uh yeah i did and i'm like it's it is anyone surprised he's oh he was a whiny bitch back in the day he's still a whiny bitch so yeah he's uh the straight edge shit doesn't seem to be working for his attitude maybe a beer would calm him down i don't know the boy, the boy needs to mellow out. And I was convinced it was a work at first. And I was like, oh, no, this is for real. Ooh. He's just overrated. That's all there is to it. Well, so. He definitely lost a lot of fans over this shit. So 
Joe, Joe anything, I don't know. Anything do you, in the wrestling world at all? Or no? I can't. I can't comment at all on modern, <laughs> modern wrestling. I, it's I know it's no- better. It's better that way. I know it's nothing. So much better. <laughs> I, I'll trust your judgment. Jim, I mean, he was your boy forever. I mean, our first, our, our intro video has you wearing his shirt. And I, I mean, I was wearing his shirt last week. I mean, you, you, you love him for reasons I'll never understand, but he's are you the, defending he's, him? He's the best talker of the air, but knowing what you, everyone knows now, it's like, yeah, all right, you fucking whiny bitch. So whatever. But I mean, when he comes back, everyone's just going to forget about it anyway and still be excited to see him. So it doesn't matter. Jim, stop buying his shirts and giving him money. Look, Brian, yeah. I'm just going to find something else to waste my money on, okay? This is, this is true. Uh, all right, so next up. So TJ asked on Twitter, can Jim sing the Frasier theme song? You motherfuckers. It's all a right, good question, it, Jim. It is. Uh, I mean, I can. So go ahead. All right. All right, all right, you motherfuckers. Because then a couple of the patrons jumped in and were like, yeah, we want to hear that. So this is the one you get. After this, no more song requests. I'm making a new tier. <laughs> Assholes. <sighs> <sighs> hey, baby, I hear the blues are calling. Toss salads and scrambled eggs. Oh, my. And maybe I seem a bit confused. Yeah, maybe. But I got you pegged. Ha, 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 ha. But I don't know what to do with those tossed salads and scrambled eggs. Ooh, God, that was flat. They're calling again. Bong, bong. All right, done. Jim, can you do that better? No, I can't. That's why I'm a drummer. So that's why I'm do you want another? I sit in the back you, and no one has to hear me. You can have another take if you, you want another take. <laughs> yeah, that was Jim, the longest you, 30 seconds of my life. You've been in bands for this long and you haven't picked up any rhythm in your voice? Come on. Hey, I kept time, all right? I just have no pitch or range with my vocals, all right? Um, and for our patrons, don't worry. I will always make Jim do that, even at the two dollar tier. So no, fuck you. No, that's that's the one and done. I'm changing Patreon goddamn login. I'll, I'll I'll put that in there. Next up from Burn Retinas, what's more cringy besides my singing? Someone deleting a hot take about a hobby off social media, or the reply threads filled with accounts yelling ratio? Joe, I'll let you hit this one up first. I oh boy, I, it's funny because I was looking at your agenda for tonight, and I was I was wondering if at least one of those things I saw on there wasn't somebody's just hot take for attention. I, I I'm I, I'm gonna go with that. Just just people feeling the need to toss out a, a hot take, and then yeah, backing down on it after you, you start to get roasted. I yeah, I I hate all of that. I'm 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 just gonna go with that. <laughs> I mean, Jim, since I'm not the internet guy, and I'm going to say the stupid thing, is ratio the thing where you just get more comments than likes? You yeah, basically someone says something and you just reply saying ratio and then you get like a thousand more likes than the original post. So So. it's not even necessarily someone writing ratio. It's it's the reply to your thing gets more likes than the thing you posted. Yeah, I mean, in a perfect world, you know, someone has a better reply to your shit take, and then that gets all the attention. So that's ratioing. But then people just started to write ratio, and then you know that became a meme of just voting that up. I think they're both they're both as equally cringe because you see it now. No one actually, even like I feel like you you purposely go out of your way to like reply to someone and try to go the opposite to see if it win if it wins which what the fuck are we talking about it's a instantaneous thought and yeah the hot takes are always you can tell the attention grabbers now and i look at it just like 
I hate to say it, but yesterday was a great example. You know, we're recording September 12th. On September 11th, the super cringe of, I'm going to try to make a funny response to 9-11 stuff. And I'm like, you're corny as shit. Like, just grow up. And then, or if someone did something sincere, it'd be the shit posters trying to do that ratioing shit to that. And I'm like, both are like, if is that what you get off on? Is that what you enjoy? The, like, are the likes that much worth it? To just be that corny. Because you're not going to be that person in real life. Who would yell out shit. And you get one or two laughs. Like you, this shit only exists on Twitter. So it's all cringe. Don't do any of it. And Jim since you do both of it. Which one is worse for you? Um, I, I still say. <laughs> the, I, like if you just write ratio. I hate that. But the people who just like run away from their. Uh, their hot takes. And they get you know, like blasted. And then they you know either deactivate for a month. Or go on private for a while. Yeah. It's like, all right, you wrote something stupid. Just mute the conversation. Who yeah. gives a shit? Yeah. What's worse, it's, going it, private or blocking people? Um, I, you know what? If you're getting like harassed a lot by people, like block away, whatever. Because some people are just idiots online. But then there's the people who will just do like blockchains, where it's like, I don't like this person, so I'm going to instantly block every person who follows this person. That's when it gets annoying. Because then you see some threads, and then it's like, what the? Who's this person? And you click on, them, like, I've never even heard of you, and I'm blocked. What the fuck? So. <laughs> That's a good question, though. No, I like it. Yeah. So if you have your shit take, just stand by it, or don't be a bitch. Uh, and last up from JD Mains, what goes better with beer, pizza or wings? Ooh. Mm. I mean, Joe, as the non-drinker, if I, I would, I would want wings. I mean, I'm going to go wings. Yeah. I, I mean, that's that's pretty much a staple, like going out and just hitting like a sports bar, you know, like 50 cent wing night, you know, and then just getting a pitcher like that. That to me just seems more typical than ordering a pizza. I'm not saying that pizza's bad. I love pizza. Right. But I'm going to go. I'm going to go wings and beer. Yeah, I agree. A hundred percent beer. Pizza is actually something I almost go out of my way for some reason. A Pepsi with pizza is like a go-to for me. Like, and I don't drink much soda, but if I have pizza, I'm gonna have some kind of soda with it. Um, yeah, wings and beer. Don't don't have been hand Coca-Cola hand. bite with your. Like, <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's my self. You mean the seltzer grape yeah, juice? Seltzer grape, <laughs> or grape juice. water. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna go 100. percent Yeah, wings and and beer. For sure. Yeah, like the first time I saw the question, I was like, well, I mean, pizza. Pizza goes with everything. But it's like, man, wings are a draw. Like, pizza's not a draw. Like, especially with Joe's has like 50 cent wing night. Like, sometimes you just want to get your buddies or be like, hey, it's 50 cent wing night. Let's just hit up the bar. And then you get there. There might be a game on that's just like the icing on the cake. And you spend like, you know, six hours there. That's what they hope. Like that. They hope so, that that's what happens. Yeah. And it goddamn works. Yep. Oh, boy, does it work. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, I got to go wings, too. There's just something special about that combination. And to be honest, unless I'm at, like, a party and someone orders pizza for a party, if I order pizza for the house, I'm not particularly trying to drink beer with it. Like, I, I won't avoid it, but, like I, like I said, I, I'll I'll have water, I'll have soda, I'll have whatever. But, like, yeah, with wings, you're probably at a bar if you're getting good wings. I agree. If you're a degenerate you're not- that orders it from your pizza place, you know you're getting those shitty, overly greasy wings. And you're probably not drinking beer then either. But, like, 
Yeah, even if I go to a pizza place, I, I usually don't go to a pizza place and be like, ooh, give me a beer with that. So, yeah, wings, yeah. 100%. Plus all the carb loading, you're going to feel extra bloated. Oh, shut you're not up, drink Jim. as much. <laughs> I wasn't up. going with the dietary part. I'm just saying, you feel full, and then you drink less. So, or maybe that's just the talk of a person with a problem, but, you know. <laughs> I, every time I see you goddamn putting in your calories for beers i'm like that's your seventh one give up for today you went over look bro, i had to see how bad of a boy i was all right <laughs> yeah it's bad once the beers come out and then the uh the circle starts lapping itself it's like ah shit at that point you just it's a mulligan just yeah give up for today. it's too late now yeah it's just bad when it happens every single week but besides that well thank you once again everyone for the questions and for the support so if you're new to the page please head on over to itunes and spotify as well leave a five-star review We'll read any five-star review that you leave over there. And check out Patreon for all of our different tiers and all of our different rewards. Singing will not be one of them, you motherfuckers. It sure will. Don't worry, guys. I got you covered. (laughs) All right, $3 tier for Jim singing. (laughs) I refuse. (laughs) I have very little dignity left, but I got to save some of it to scraps. I got to save it for my kid. Jim, we didn't ask you to be one of those uh, streamers on Twitch in a bathtub. I mean, I'd probably be better at that. <laughs> is there is there a, is there nudes for ten dollar tier? Is that is that where we're at? Oh, Jim, <laughs> mm, add that right now. That gets you movie requests for the bonus episodes and all other kinds of stuff. I don't know. Maybe a special eleven dollars tier. At, yeah, eleven dollars. At least the ass pick, right? Like, yeah. <laughs> that Joe, Joe's biggest regret in life. Why did I spend that ten dollars? <laughs> yeah. 11 bucks gets the balloon knot, 12 bucks gets the turkey back, and then it goes up from there. Damn it, Jim. What? Thank you, guys. We really, really, truly appreciate it. Yep. All right, Chambers. So we are back with uh, your bit, the YouTube comment of the week. Oh. So I'm very curious. First week, first time we did this, it was a questionable one. The second time, it was... A question about our beer meter. So this time I'm curious. What do we got, Chambers? So this comes to us from our Road Rash 2 review. So a gentleman named Darvin. So he says, I might have been tripping on something. I swear I remember playing this. And when I lost a race in Japan, the cutscene had me being gang by the other riders. It might have been a glitch or the Mega Drive in my brain, but I have a clear memory of it. I'm going to go ahead and say that never was in the game. <laughs> I saw that. That's another one of those ones where it's, you know, 630 in the morning. I'm logging into YouTube studio seeing. All right, let's see what the comments we got. I was like, what? I'm going to Google this. And it's probably not a good thing to Google. Yes, Brian, but... you should be the one to Google gang road rash too. Yes, do that on your computer. I don't know, Joe. I does is, any of that sound right? I mean, is that is it a game? I mean, Road Rash, that, that might be the name of a porn that he watched is what it's, it's sounding like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, the Sega Genesis classic I don't motorcycle think that racing that, game. I don't think that that happened. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take a brave stance here and say probably not. Now, I've never played the PAL version, so you never know what those cheeky Brits do over there. But I'm just going to say, eh. So he's saying the PAL game over scene, right? He was just saying the, the, I guess, the game over scene in Japan. I guess if you lose a race in Japan. So I'm going to guess he was must have been playing some Road Rash and watching some hentai before bed or something. What a statement that makes. Yeah. 
Now, here's the question. Is this a Jim spicy take that he'll have to delete later? Mm. <laughs> you know? Or is this a... Is he just saying it for the shock value? I don't know. Or does he really think that's what happened? One, I don't delete my takes because I know how dumb I am going into it. And two, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know where the fuck Jim, that came from. <laughs> Jim, would you delete your Kevin Spacey take if you could? Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. Everybody's canceled. Whatever, whatever you said, everyone's canceled. Well, let's put it this way, Joe. When we were reviewing one of the Superman games. It was Superman Returns based on the movie Kevin Spacey was Lex Luthor. Yep. So this was yeah, pre-canceling. So. And Jim, Jim made the bold claim. Kevin Spacey can do no wrong. I said it. Oh. And once every, I guess, two to three months, we get a comment going, hey, that Kevin Spacey comment aged well. And I just go, I know. There's a lot of those. (laughs) I think that's like 60% of the comments on that video now, if not more. I mean, I really like L.A. Confidential. I think, you know, he's, you know. He he was a great actor, right? That was usual suspects, you know, um, that maybe I'm thinking of. Was he? I thought he was in both. Maybe he's in was both. He? Usual, I yeah. think Usual Suspects is what I was thinking of. Or he's, I, yeah, I like that movie. Benicio del Toro, and I'm yep. not going to say he can do no wrong, but I, you know, <laughs> for separating the art from the artist, that's, it's not a bad film. If you separate the movies from the redheaded twink, then you know. <laughs> so yes, I'm going to go ahead, and now I have. I'm marking it down because apparently, with the way YouTube works. You have to bleep out that word altogether or your whole Kevin Spacey. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm going to go ahead and say, yeah, man, that might have been just in your head. You have a very good imagination Uh, because I I don't even though Japan will put out some crazy shit. I don't think they would have put that on Road Rash 2 that happening. So I mean, that was EA. So that was America. So I'm going to say probably even less. Yes. Yeah. 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 So yeah. somehow it turns out we're all wrong. It's like, oh shit. He's like, oh, God. he's like, here's the video footage. He's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> oh god damn it, Jim. So, but so Joe's going. Good. Why did I come on the show? Uh, Joe, I apologize. I'm, I'm losing races right now just so I can jerk off to it. What are you talking about? <laughs> exactly. Don't want anybody to know. <laughs> you're like, wait, wait. You're not supposed to enjoy that. <laughs> um, no, Road Rash, right. not Kevin Spacey. Sorry. <laughs> Please, sir. I'm a man of taste over here. Come on. Yeah, come on. <laughs> All right, Chamber. So, from our good buddy Kit, we do have a question in here. And this is a good question because we've asked this ourselves and we've talked about it. But why are beer commercials so lame now? It's probably the perfect segue from what we were just talking about because everyone's afraid to be canceled. You can't do anything fun anymore. Well, here's the deal. They didn't, they weren't, I wouldn't say old beer commercials were always risque. Like, they were at least catchy. Even if they got annoying by how catchy they were, say what you want. The the frogs, what's up? Bud, why, Zert, like, it, it stuck with you. The, the, the what's up, that shit, as annoying as it was because of a scary movie, it was catchy. Nowadays, the the closest one I can think of is the Bud Light night commercials that were like in Super Bowls and stuff. Um which, which, which I don't even I don't I remember them being kind of funny, but like for like little moments. Outside of that, you never like Or even like Real Meta Genius. Real Meta Genius was fucking great. We don't even get Real that Meta anymore. Genius was good. 
or I mean, we're, yeah, we don't have to go back to the eighties, you know, Dude. with like big titty bikini miles around Spuds McKenzie. I, I love Spuds. I, I was waiting. I wish that I would come back. Love Wait, Spuds why, McKenzie. Why do we not gotta go back there, Jim? What do you hate women? Is that what you're saying? Well, I mean, that's beyond the point, Brian. But <laughs> I'm just saying the advertisers <laughs> want to go for that. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, Joe, even as a non beer drinker, what? When you see beer commercials, what was the last one that really entertained you? So I don't know if it, it really enter. I always say really entertained. I I like the most interesting man in the world. I don't know why. The I, Dos Equis. Yeah, was I, it I, when it was the old guy? Yeah, right? of course. Not, with the not, re- not the, the new, new stuff. Guy. No, yeah, like the old, yeah. the original guy with like the beard. He's just kind of yeah. Like I I thought those were kind of like tongue in cheek, kind of fun. I I enjoyed that. I. That's to me what a beer commercial like when you see the ones for um. Modelo, they are way too serious. Oh, like, yeah. This person changed a whole generation for their fit. Oh, that song this that's playing? A, yeah. 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 And you're like, this is too serious. Or the ones that try to be too stylized, too cool, and they're always like, oh, look, um, this really heavy beer, but like these these workout model girls, they're all drinking it, and that's what they need after a workout. Like, I, I, I love that they're just trying to be too cool. Like, going corny, like Jim's, you know, icon with Keith Stone. He was not corny. Was a, he was, was a hero. It was a, was a dirtbag who was just walking around with us like a 12-pack. And they were funny. So, yeah. Um, I don't know what it is. Like, I guess it's the same question as, when was the last time you seen a video game commercial that made you go, they put some effort into this? Where it's not just gameplay footage, like it's like the live action shit. Like I, are, I love when accounts will just post like those little like magazine clips from the nineties of some like just ridiculously hot woman in lingerie just sitting next to a Sega Genesis. It's like, yeah. man, look what we lost. <laughs> look what we had, but, and we just threw it away. But it's even like I, I, just effort put in those things. My question is: Is it because everything's too big to fail at this point? They don't need to put the money in the marketing, so they kind of. Go the lazy. Well, fucking Bud Light tortured us for goddamn three seasons of sports with Pitbull commercials. Like you would get them like three times in a row during a commercial break. It was awful. Would you Would you go back to Pitbull if you could get rid of the gambling commercials? Because that's that's all the time now. You can't. I mean, it's every like break is some type of sport, like the Mannings, and even last year, you guys are, are Philly guys. Like mm-hmm. the like like, are you ready? Allen is, and like, yeah. oh my god, like I'm so tired. Like I love Allen Iverson, but I don't need to see dude every break. Like, he, like come on, he is the Ric Flair <laughs> Philly sports. He will do anything for a fucking dollar because he burned mm-hmm. through everything. Oh yeah. my god, he's got that thing coming up, right? With like he's. He's gonna be rich though, right? Not maybe not rich, but well, richer than we are. But like with Where? his shoes, his um, he has that deal with Nike. Like right. his, I think his um, his agent worked that. Where like after a certain point, he gets. I have to look it up. I'm. I'm. This is terrible. This is a terrible explanation of it. <laughs> but he basically. But basically, his agent like saved him, and like so, and like a year, a couple years, or, or he he has some claws in an axe and then he starts getting paid again from Nike, like a ridiculous amount of money. Mm, really? Yeah. It, it, yeah. It, he's going to get bailed out. Wow. Interesting. Yeah. I, it's, I think it's even on his Wikipedia. I, I, I should look it up. Our- <laughs> I should, <laughs> I should, I, remember- I should read the actual thing as opposed to Joe's uh, interpretation. <laughs> I mean, I mean, to your, to answer your point. Yeah. Cause watching the Eagles this weekend, 
How many times do I have to see that Jamie Foxx MGM commercial? Of yeah. him calling all the people. I'm like, dear God. And last year, Jim and I were talking about for Super Bowl, how many crypto commercials did you see? And now that's dead in the water, right which I'm the glad crash. has died. Yeah, so it's like, yeah, I'll take the annoying Pitbull commercials over it. You know what I would love to do? So Jim and I, we, we've done legit power hours where we've watched old you watch some of those old commercials, and you're like, okay, some of those were problematic, but some of them were hilarious. <laughs> you know, so it's kind of like, don't be afraid to make a ridiculous over-the-top, even if it's bad PR in terms of, like, you've offended someone. It's going to get people remembering the name of the beer that you're doing it for, because what's every single Corona commercial? People on a beach. And just putting it in. So you think beach, you think Corona. Even if the commercials aren't that good, you do make that association. Mm -hmm. Some of those other ones, you might actually get annoyed. Like, oh, Pitbull, I don't like him. And what's he like, Bud Light? Yeah, I'm not going to buy that. So be funny. Just do better. That's all I'll say. You know how I think, Jim. I know. I know you think. (laughs) I know that you summed it up perfectly. Like, just just hire someone. Hire someone funny. Is no one funny anymore? Or no one taking jobs? Jesus. Yeah. Get CM Punk. He'll bitch about it. Oh God. Actually, a CM Punk <laughs> beer prompt would be very interesting. But yeah. I don't drink beer, but you should. Yeah. Meh. <laughs> All right. Let me. Let, can sorry. I can I interject real quick? Because I I, oh, I yeah. don't want to be I don't want to be like uh, leave leave that how I did with Iverson. So so it says here. Luckily, Reebok stacked Iverson's deck. His 2001 deal is the most unique in sports endorsement contract history of all time the lifetime deal included a payment structure of eight hundred thousand dollars per year and a 32 million dollar trust for him that he gets access to in the year 2030 what so he's just wait yeah he's just gotta wait it out yeah i remember his agent worked that out so like he's basically in like eight years he's gonna be saved but he's gotta wait he's gotta he's gotta he's gotta hold he's gotta hold on (laughs) jesus christ Christ. So eight years he holds on, he comes out with $33 million. Yeah, he'll be fine. Wow. Yeah. The thing, like, it was still like, what, six years ago he was playing like European League and putting up like four points a night or something? Yeah, right. Yeah. There's something to be said about, it's funny, you said that a deal's like that, and one deal that sticks in my mind that I, I think, I don't know how they made it, but uh, Jack Nicholson, the original Batman, or, you know, Batman from 1989, he took a pay cut. He was going to get $10 million for that movie. He said, give me six, and then give me a cut of all future merchandise and streaming revenue. So he took $6 million, and then like they're estimating he's probably netted over like $200 million from that deal for just taking a small a small yeah, cut. Yeah. Well, dude, like, that's like what Robert Downey Jr. did with Iron Man. Like He's yeah. basically like a part owner of all the Marvel movies, so he's a gashmillionaire now. Like It's insane. It's genius yeah so yeah iverson however you did it good for you yep he's gonna, he's gonna be all right guys <laughs> he better blow that fucking age i was worried <laughs> he owes him at least that <laughs> but chambers we i mean you know we're talking about beer commercials getting canceled and this is a weird one that you listed here this article yeah so we do live in interesting times so multiverses it is the big uh it's a Smash clone, but it's got all, like, the WB properties thrown in there. So you get, like, Space Jam with LeBron and, like, Batman and Superman and Scooby-Doo and shit like that. So 
one Scooby-Doo character in there is Velma. And her, like, basically super smash attack was to call on a police officer to grab your character and throw it off the edge of the stage. And, you know, yeah. for an instant kill and shit like that. And they just took that out. So, yeah, I mean, basically it's the optics of it. Because, well, I mean, it, you have people like LeBron and I'm sure other black characters in the game. I haven't played it. So. Wait, so so I'm sorry. So is the is that like a finishing move? Like the police come in and... and- kill or off the other character yeah it's well, so, no. she, so she what goes, it is that's the guy he did it and then a cop car comes in grabs your character and you just like bounce them off the stage oh. mm-hmm. <laughs> so, so, so they basically she says it's that's it old man mr jenkins like yeah. all the scooby-doo things where the cops would come in and like take off the bad guy um and <laughs> the things i see is like it wasn't a problem till people started making multiple videos like they did lebron dirty and she did it and takes LeBron off the state. But then everyone's like, like, oh, it's falsely fine when it was LeBron, huh? Yeah, but, it, but you know, they so with that, they basically said they patched a game and said, take out the police van. And now they said, now she goes something along the lines of like, we solve this mystery. And the mystery van just comes and takes it and then hops it off. So it's the same move. They just swapped a police car for yeah. the mystery machine. Van. Yeah. Yeah, mystery machine. And, and it's one of those things. It's, it's very similar to what you guys were just talking about, where it's not it's not necessarily a hot take, but had you not started off with that and you just did the mystery machine from the from the get go when you released the game, nobody would have nobody would care, right? No one would like, even right. No but now, about but it. now it's a thing <laughs> because no like, nobody thought of. I, I don't. It's. Ugh, that's I mean, tough. I mean, I guess in fairness to the character, it's like every episode ends with the police taking away the bad the police guy. Yep. So, like, it does make sense, but I guess after a while, you got like, I saw this and I was like, that seems, I was like, I oh, know, in today's day and age, yeah, that kind of makes sense. <laughs> yeah, I see both sides of that one. Yeah. Uh, but it's, it's not a hill I'm going to die on. The goddamn integrity of Scooby-Doo. You cannot take away the cops <laughs> from Velma. It, it, it just is, it's, it's one of those ones where it's like, was it that bad? No. Not at all. But then when people made those videos, the same way, did you see all those videos with like GTA five when it first came out, they would legit. And it was a, it was a really funny meme. I forget the guy's name, but he's sitting there watching and his character would like go up and get hit and nothing would happen, but it was a black character and he would hit somebody and five police would show up (laughs) in GTA five. And he's like, what the fuck is it? And, like, there was a multitude of videos with that. Now, GTA 5, now, I don't know if the guy just cleverly edited it, but it, like, he's like, what the fuck? So he kept pointing that out, and then there's a whole bunch of videos there. I, I, I mean, that know. is some biting social commentary right there, if that was the case. So, I it's, it's, just, it's just one of the silly ones. You know, the mystery machine coming on screen. I, I, I do like that part of the thing sense. was like people being worried about how like the balance of the game is going to be thrown off. <laughs> They're like, no, no, don't worry. See, it's a little bigger, but then it's a little harder for the hitbox or something or other. Well, I mean, they had to like I mean, shoot hey, out an that's... answer real fast instead of being yeah. like, guys, come on, you know why we're doing this? For fuck's sake. <laughs> it's 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 interesting, and I guess I mean Jim and I have talked about this, Joe. So I'm curious for your take on it. But this game is a live call it a still active game it's got multiplayer support at what point like if you look back on games and we're seeing this with movies we're seeing this with a lot of stuff we're seeing this with road rash apparently 
<laughs> Damn it, Jim. But like when they start trying to go back and then re-edit or fix. So I forget which movie or show, like something just came out and it was it was in the news. Like they re-edited something out of it. And I think it came on Disney Plus. They took a bunch of shit out that was out of the original and you're like, why? They're like, well, this could have been offensive. If they keep doing these re-releases, like say Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, the Calabunga edition, if they cut out a bunch of stuff that was in the original arcades and stuff, when is that a problem to keep cutting original material? Yeah, I mean, I just talked about this, um, you know, on a, one of the videos I did, one of the last ones I did before the cons hit and everything. Uh, arcade One Ups Blitz cabinet. They took out. Yes, all the, we talked about the, that the, too. The late hits, right? Like they took they took yep. that out and some of the tackles and and you know and that's another thing. You know, I think a lot of people in the comments on that video. They were they were talking about like woke America and you know all, but really it's the NFL it's the NFL it's like hey I don't want anything to do we don't because we've got people former players like suing us at this point so we don't and anything concussion related or or that seems to be like we're endorsing violence in our game we don't want any part of because you know because of that and I it, it's just so unfortunate because. I don't know that any, well, I shouldn't say anybody, but most of us um, aren't, aren't playing that game thinking that that's real life or, you know, it's just, it, it's a, it's cartoon violence, right? Like it's supposed to be fun mm-hmm. and just something, but you're right now that that's been stripped out of there. I mean, thankfully there's still plenty of ways for, you know, people like us who collect and, and whatnot to go back and play the original versions. But that just seems really shitty that, uh, you know, on a reissue, you're just sanitizing stuff like I just yeah I'm not I, I'm not I'm just not a big fan of that I mean we talk about we're older guys here uh do you guys remember when you would watch a movie on tv and they had to put the disclaimer like edit it down from original content not even talking about taking out language but like if they cut it for time or something oh, yeah. they would have to make a mention it's- like this is cut from the original intent like, at a minimum, I feel like that should be a disclaimer. Like, hey, original content has been edited or adjusted. Yeah. Just to, like, let you know, like, this isn't the real thing. If you want the real thing, do some research. But, yeah, like, the NFL Blitz especially, like, that's why you got the games. That's how much fun you it's had. It's part of the charm, After, right? Like, it's just, yeah, yeah, I'm not saying it makes the game, but it, it definitely is a, it's something that, is it's a part of the personality of the whole thing. And it's just, it's very odd to strip some of that stuff out. And again, I get why they did it, but yeah, it's not, it's not great. Yeah. I mean, it's what we all did. We all just wanted to do power bombs on people and just like keep doing elbow drops for five minutes after a place. Yeah. Like that was half the fun. Yeah. It was the goofiness. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, you're right. Like movies and stuff. Like I remember maybe the first time I heard about like, like, was that Spielberg that went back and took the guns out of ET and put flashlights in walkie like, talkies? Was it walkie talkies? Okay. Yep. Walkie, yep. I was just like, w- w- really? Like, I, yeah. I, I mean, and there's, you know, you can make the argument of in that situation, he's the director. Does he have control of his art? But I look at when it's the peer pressure. And this is the same as Jim's question earlier or the question on Twitter. What's more cringe? Having a hot take. And this, these aren't hot takes. These are, this was the art at the time. And now you're yeah, going back times. and getting rid of it and editing yeah. it. And it's like, but in the future, for all we know, everyone could be upset by everything. Yeah. 
So if that becomes a case, if, if, if guns, which are already a hot topic, become a big issue, do you go back to every single gun game and, like, make it a paintball gun, a pony gun? <laughs> make it like, all Nerf guns? What do guns? you do? Yeah, like, like, at what point do you say, no, that was a thing of the time? You know, like, do you just... It, it that's a weird one. Yeah. And like I said, I get it with this multiverse. It's a live game, it's active. They can do it because it's active base, but if like you go back to games that were already released years and years ago, stop fucking with them. Just leave them be. Yeah, at yeah. least for multiverses it's like, all right, this is a fight we don't need. All right, just make the fucking change. Just do it. Yeah, yeah. and I don't know like what revenue and stuff looks like with as far as advertising and stuff like are they getting pushback like from somebody or, you know, cuz that kind of crap happens all the time too where you start getting bullied by whoever's like funding your project and they're wanting to like yank out, you know, and then you end up making changes you wouldn't have otherwise because, you know, there goes there goes your your budget. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. So, so interesting times we're in. That's for goddamn choice. <laughs> but Jim, I should mention we already talked about your YouTuber comment of the week, uh, but you have a gamers mad here, and I saw this one, and I'm actually really happy you put this here. Uh, we we basically had to, and I we had uh, like one or two people DM me going, "Have you seen this shit? This should be gamers mad." And I was like, "It's already on the list," and I think Joe knows full all too well about this uh, tweet thread that's been going on. So, this comes to us from a DJ Vlad and his tweet that has sent the gaming world on fire the past couple days. As an adult, playing video games for long periods of time is a form of depression. If you don't believe me, ask yourself this. Think about the 100 greatest moments of your life. Do any of these moments include video games? Probably not. And this comes from a lifetime gamer. Okay, number one. Who is DJ Vlad? No fucking idea. So I looked into him. And I didn't know who like, that was either. Yeah, I looked. I look like he has a YouTube page of like five million fucking subscribers. Holy somehow. shit! I just yeah, I just clicked on. That's always the case. I always see that on like Twitter too. I'm like, who is this person? And they have like six hundred thousand followers. I'm like, I, I don't even know who this is. Like it's yeah. So it, he does like interviews with like celebrities, like you know, more minor celebrities here and there. And he like his website's like a mix of celebrities with like i don't know like Perez Hilton like level gossip news and okay. shit like that for Hollywood so i mean it's so I mean, is this I something get... that's said for attention i think it has to be but i think he's also one of these like these like you know oh the gorilla grind said guys like you know if you're not doing it cuz he follows it up with well that escalated quickly to clarify this doesn't apply to e-gamers or to people who have turned gaming into a career this isn't about people who play a few hours a week this is about people who consistently devote a double-digit percentage of their lives to gaming. Wait, 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 wait. Like, what kind, of, <laughs> what kind of logic is that? Like, it's like if you're a prostitute and getting paid to get fucked, hey, that's that's fine. But if you're just having sex at home for free, you're addicted. <laughs> like, what what kind of logic is that? Like, that, that doesn't even make any sense. Like, if, if you're, you're, you're doing it professionally, it's fine. But if you're, you're doing it recreationally, you have a problem. That doesn't, it doesn't add up. Well, that, that was my number one issue is then apply that to any hobby that is not a money-making endeavor. Like, if all you read are trashy fictional novels that don't have merit, and, but you're reading, there's no value there. Like, same as watching TV or doing anything. Like, even if you're just just going in your backyard and digging holes, like, whatever the fuck you want to do. I, I feel like he was doing this as an 
attention getting thing. Cause I remember a couple years ago when <laughs> Joe Rogan made the news and it's funny because now he, he does his podcast four hours each podcast and like a million per week. And all he said was Joe Rogan was one of the first gamers to like build a whole friggin' den of PCs. Cause he was so addicted to uh doom and um, he was a wild fu- guy, right? Uh, uh no not well uh what's what's the other shooter like doom early game quake quake so he basically he's like i literally did nothing else so he was addicted to it but that's different that's completely different so when when he was asked about video games he said i just think they can be dangerous because you can get addicted to them and he said because for me personally i know i got addicted to them so i had to stop he's like i love games i can't do them no more that became news because he said that in a two second like, he didn't put out a tweet about it. This guy is clearly trying to, like, just make a point saying that's a form of depression. And I go, yeah, so any act in that sense is a form of depression. Yeah. Like, you apply it to anything. Yeah, I mean, anything that you're doing, like, compulsively without any type of control that's impacting your life, your job, your finances, relationships – Anything like that that you're doing, not like that, 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 that's, I wouldn't say that is a form of depression. I mean, maybe that the wording and semantics there, it's a result of maybe, right? Of, yeah, of some right. type of psychological disorder, but that's anything. It doesn't necessarily, it, it, yeah. I, yeah. There, there, there's the logic. almost a good point in here that's just like buried under just random bullshit. Yeah, like, it's, it's yeah. like he also goes on to say for everyone in the comments claiming that some of the greatest moments of their life came from gaming. You are truly letting life pass you by. It's that's like it's a very judgmental statement. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, for some people, maybe. But I mean, for probably most people like, yeah, there's going to be moments where it came from gaming. If you're a gamer that you really like hold on to and enjoy. Like yeah. we're all dads here with jobs and like fucking houses and families and shit like that but we all have like good gaming moments that like we look back on finally of course like, i i make the same it's argument it's important to have a balance with everything but like fuck if you are not someone who is actively playing a sport for your livelihood and your greatest moment in life was your eighth grade baseball game where you hit that one home run and that's the only memory you hold on to it's honestly and and as someone who played sports i had a lot of sporting moments I can think of that were like, that's awesome. But you do see those guys that like, they still live in their high school sports moments and they never let that go. And that's all they think of and talk about. And it's like, is that any less sad that that's all they, they, th- and then they only watch Sunday sports or, or like sports on ESPN all day long. They ignore their kids and all they're doing is watching sports. Cause they played it back in the day. Is that not depression too? Because they're trying to cope with the fact they can't do that shit anymore. I don't know. Al Bundy has a pretty nice house, and he only sold women's shoes, so <laughs> it might be something to do it. Right? <laughs> I, I mean, like I said, I, I, I think he would. This is very clickbaitable. I think it's that same argument that you do with all gamers. That it's, it's an easy target to say you're wasting your life playing games, and then he tries to clarify it. He did his hot take, so like we talked about earlier, and he tried to clarify it by being like, no, 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 I know some people make a living at it and a career and da-da-da-da-da, but it's like if somebody's still functional, has a job, family, whatever, and their pastime is playing games, that's not a form of depression. That's just how they choose to spend their time. 
Yeah. I, yeah. I mean, it's just weird. I remember like, what was that years ago? Maybe 10, maybe more like EverQuest, right? Like that was ruining people's mm-hmm. lives because people were genuinely addicted to that. Addic- skipping yeah. work, right? Like that's a, oh, yeah. that's a fucking problem. Like, and, and yeah, you shouldn't like that. That's when you probably need to get help and, and, and have some type of intervention and, and stop. But just people just enjoy playing games as a hobby like i don't know that we need to make the leap that that's immediately the result of some psychological issue i mean you know it's it's not really any different than any other hobby at that point i i don't that's a that just comes off a little judgmental it's weird because i i look at like i think in a given day i watch a total of 30 minutes of tv and that's usually before bed like to help me fall asleep if I have spare time and I'm not doing family shit or work or something, I choose like video, video games are my go-to. If I'm not doing shit for the site or editing, like that's my, my go-to thing. But it's like, okay, so he's okay. If somebody in their like downtime probably watches TV. And then you could argue that they spend a double digit, as he says, percentage of their lives watching TV. That's fine. But gaming, that's too much. It's a, it's a weird analogy. Yeah, there's a weird there's a weird logic leap just reading the original tweet. Like it just yeah, yeah. it like you said it, it it almost sounds like it's going to say something important but then it takes a weird turn and jumps and it's yeah, it's just off. So yeah, like with this segment we always like to say or the game is justified like yeah, because it's fucking stupid ass like it's almost there but it's obviously not especially with how he doubled down. But is it almost like man, the game is just so easy to set off though. Yeah, because like hundred percent. If you're someone who's outside of the realm, like it's almost genius, like just interaction bait. Because yeah. if you just say anything against gaming, the gamers will just pile on. Yep. It's almost how you see like all the OnlyFans girls now, just like with their titties out, just being like, "Oh, what gamer is going to eat this pizza with me?" And it's just like you, clever little shrew. <laughs> I'm sure you just got a hundred signups just off that alone. <laughs> I mean, like I said, I, I just choose to believe he, he's doing it for the clicks, for the interaction, to drum up. Thi- like, I'm not even offended because, number one, I don't know who the fuck this guy is. Like, and oh, he's got five million on YouTube. I don't know who that is either. Like you said, like, he's DJ Vlad. I didn't see one DJing thing on his fucking, like, why are you calling yourself a DJ? Like, you don't see, you seem to be a low rent Joe Rogan. Like, what are you doing? So, I don't know. that This guy is, uh. It's more of a he's he's like a clown to me. I'm like, okay, he's just trying to drum up attention. So and it's like anything else with like, especially with all the interviews of random people he has on there. Like they're there for the people, they're not there for you. So he just found yeah. a way to aggregate all his attention. Motherfucker. I mean, good g- good on him, gamers. When you hear shit like that, yeah. Always look at the source of where it's coming from. You know, if it's coming from your best friend who's saying, "I think you got a problem," okay. Look into it. Some random dude who's internet famous on YouTube, probably don't worry about it. That's my easy solution. Yeah, no, I have nothing out of that. Fucking yeah. I'm dumbfounded. I'm still dumbfounded how this guy has 5 million subscribers. <laughs> well, you should just write back to him and be like, you need to be better like PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> hey, come on my show. Explain yourself. But uh, but See, if speaking, I was smart, that's what I would do. Speaking of tweets, Chambers. Yeah, so speaking <laughs> of, you know, people on Twitter with their takes and all their bullshit <laughs> and stuff like that. So 
Some guy, Scarlet Sprites or something or other, he had this tweet the other day going, As someone who grew up in the 80s and 90s, it blows my mind that a console, specifically one designed to create a new release, doesn't actually include the pack-in game. What the hell? And I was like, I, I oh, said man, it. this is perfect timing with him coming on the show. I said topic. it. I said it, and I stand by it. I stand by you. You're going to delete well. it, you goddamn Harry. Don't you fucking dare. I'm going to write ratio right now. And you know what? You know what? There's a common thread there I want to I want to mention. It's from the company that fucks over its customers more than any company out there. More good old Nintendo. Yeah, it, it, and and it's become bold. Like like it, they they almost like they know they're gonna get away with it. They they don't care. People don't are gonna care. buy that shit. We'll make twelve of these things and release them at three a.m. for pre-order, and everybody, you know what I mean? Like they and people will just like fall over themselves trying to get this shit. Like, but yeah, like I I just found that really strange because I so to back up. I really love Splatoon. Like when I, I that was maybe my favorite game on Wii U. Like it I yeah. love that game and I played that like you know, like DJ Vlad probably would have been really disappointed. Like I, I had a problem, you know, like I was playing it all the time. I love Splatoon. And I, I really like Splatoon too. Like I got the um I got the pro controller uh for the Switch that the Splatoon 2 like pro controller like theme. So I got I got the amiibo. Like I'm not even gonna lie. Like I, I I fucking love Splatoon. And so like when I heard that they were doing a console, I was like, oh that's really cool. Like I, I would love a, a switch themed or a, a Splatoon themed Switch console. I think that'd be really awesome. And you know, and I and I maybe maybe I buy that and get the game and like swap out the switch console that i have because i'm that big of a nerd and i looked at it and i was like what like you 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 themed you themed a an entire console off of this release that you're hyping up to put out and you don't put the goddamn game it's based on in the box like you've got to be kidding me like I, i i was blown away when i read that i just i couldn't believe that it didn't come with the game um you know, and and I saw there's a couple of comments to, that people replied, and, and I get it. Like there's there's business decisions that factor. I sure I get it, but let's not but let's not pretend that there's not a history of Nintendo packing in games like you know like I the Donkey Kong uh, for N64, like Wii Sports, and you know the list goes on and on. I mean, I think um, somebody even mentioned the Wii U came with Splatoon and Nintendo yeah. Land and they they like it's this isn't unheard of it's just hey we don't give a shit anymore <laughs> we're just going to make this and and throw it out there like it it's just i i, I don't I, I just i i couldn't believe it Dude, at one point the Wii U was coming with like four game bundles because that thing sold so bad. It's just, <laughs> it's just them being cocky dicks because you know they sold all the consoles right now with the Switch. Yeah, They're like oh, we can throw anything out there and people will buy it. Yeah, I also think it's a super lazy thing that Nintendo's done, and I saw in your comments because I was reading them as as Jim sent this to me. People wanted to point out like a lot of systems that just had digital downloads. I'm like that. That's a it's still sti- better. That's, that's still be- better. Yeah, fine. It, it's better. I even accept that. But even that, I still go, I'm like, that's still a form of being really fucking lazy. Like, it's not like you're saying, hey, base model. I get it. No base model systems come with games. But to your point, like, like Xbox, I know, has done plenty of Halo or Gears of War. Yeah. And yeah, it always comes with a physical copy of the game and probably some other memorabilia. Yep. That to not come with any version of the game is just 
I, I thought it was ballsy when Nintendo sold people fucking cardboard and said, this is a game. And now they're doing this. And I just go, of course, like, of course, that's Nintendo is going to get to the point where it's like, you're going to pay for the case and then you're going to pay for the game. And then you got to pay for a digital version of the game and you guys are going to eat it. Like they don't give a fuck. Yeah. It's ridiculous. Yeah. I mean, even like, I, cause I assumed it was a digital download. Like I just assumed that, but to, to, to not have anything, I mean, and I think even the Mario Kart switch came with, came with a digital download. Like at this point, they're just, yeah. I, I think there's one guy in the comments too, that said like he, he was actually supporting this because he said, I really, I really uh, like to collect consoles and I love animal crossing and the colors, but I don't want, I don't like the game. So I get the console cheaper and I get, and, and I don't have to buy the game. Just, you don't get it cheaper. And I was just like, I well, they could have tossed you a bone. Let's not pretend that they couldn't have tossed you a digital code Something. for that, and then you could have sold that. You know, like I, 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 I kind of get what he's saying, but at the same time, I also thought that was, I, I find it strange. You, you bought an Animal Crossing console, but you don't like the game. You don't I, like I, it. I find that strange. But, but you know what? Hey, you know, it, it, we all do weird shit from time to time in this hobby. I get it, but I, I just to, 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 to defend that. Somehow less is better. I I don't I don't yeah. really get uh, yeah. And even for Nintendo, like, say you have the like you know the Splatoon Sims out there who are like they'll buy the game, even if you fucking bundle a digital code with it, that's still another stat you can pad the sales number with. Hundred percent. People are buying it, so even then, like you're kind of like cutting off your nose to spite your face. And some of I the- get it's selling out the ass in Japan. It's been like what three days and it's already sold three million yeah. units or something like something insane. And some so. and some of those dorks would buy that console and then just and then they go buy the physical copy of the game because the digital yeah. wouldn't be enough because you you know you know I'm not gonna yeah. I'm not gonna lie I mean I went that's, and that's, I, I that's went kind and of went and got that's it exactly but. what Jim would do <laughs> yeah <laughs> I, I can't argue that point I mean it sounds like this, the people that would defend it and make a statement like they said to you is the same people would be like I thought there was a certain scene in Road Rash too <laughs> like they have a mentality blocker I'll call it like I I, I don't know I. I look at that and I just go, do these people just still defend Nintendo to the nth degree and not care yes. what's being thrown on them? Or, or do they really think it's a good deal? Like, who cares? Like, it's just a, it, it's another, like, how many, how much of it nowadays, unfortunately, I feel like is the collector's mentality where it's like, it's an exclusive. I don't care what they sell. I'm going to get as many as I can, or I'm going to get my version because then I have this version of it. I think that's rampant. I think that I think that happens all the time. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's like, how you, that's how limited run games got started, in my opinion. Like, I think like yeah. just feeding into like these bullshit like collector edition, and I've fallen for it from time to time, depending on what the game is. But you know, yep. and it's like, oh, I just need that because it's limited, and it's it comes with a keychain and some stickers, and it's like, oh my god, like you know, and, and, and FOMO's a bitch. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, right like I'm right Jim. there. Wait, what? <laughs> Easy. Oh, what do you call? Uh, now what do you call? But no, it's just like like I want to think that like you know just collecting a console variant is a niche thing, but it's kind of not. Nintendo's been doing it since the fucking '64. So yeah, it's like goddamn. Mm-mm-mm. I mean, even no. the Wii U for as much as that bomb, like people like you know bought and scalped the shit out of the Legend of Zelda version one. So yeah, I actually Man, I, suckers. I, 
I actually had yeah. that pre-order, and I, I can't. I was like, "What are you? What am I doing? I can't. I, I can't do You're this." Like, I can't I, do I, this. I, yeah, I was like, "I can't. I can't. I, I just. I, yeah, I'm not going to be that guy." I ended up canceling it, I'm like, because I, I, uh, I was going to be that guy for a moment, and I was like, "No, no, no, no." Yeah, it's. I I think the only good news is, it seems to be one company directed, like. From what I've seen of every special edition of PlayStations and Xboxes, even though unfortunately you can't fucking still find any, God forbid, um, when they do special editions, you usually get a little more bang for your buck. Usually comes with a game, comes with some memorabilia, the system, colored, and all that shit. This seems to be more of a Nintendo-specific issue. Yeah. It's sad. It's... So they they did that um, Mario edition. Of, was that a year or two ago? Like it was like the red and blue one. Did that come with a game? I can't remember. I don't know, but I'm gonna have to guess. No, right? Let me look that up. Switch Mario. Like it was. I, I it was like for. I think I remember. Yeah, it's um. And even the that. blue. No, no. It it was the Mario red and blue edition. Uh, it came with it. A red and blue carrying case, okay, which is just the case that it was, just red and blue. But worth nope, it. I'll no buy game. three. No game. Interesting. And, and you know, even that. Oh boy, I can't believe I'm going to apologize for this. But like, I, I, I almost feel like that's a little different than the Splatoon situation. Like, you could make an oh, argument. It's very different. You could yeah. make the argument that Mario is kind of like the face of Nintendo. So it's like, you know what? It's just, you know, it's like a Sonic something for Gen- for Genesis or, or for Sega, I yeah. should say, right? Like, right. And it's not, doesn't necessarily have to be tied to us. But this this is literally Splatoon the 3. Splatoon <laughs> like, like, yeah, yeah. That, that's where I get the problem. Yeah, don't tie it to a... That'd be like <clears throat> Xbox being like the Assassin's Creed edition of xbox and whatever the latest one is they're like we're not giving you the game yeah but you don't get the game <laughs> yeah so bizarre it, yeah unfortunately the squeeze every penny out of collectors nowadays that's the way companies are going and you know what we're all falling for it unfortunately yeah we live in the era where game cases come with digital codes inside instead of a disc or card so yeah Man, maybe some worse. Maybe DJ Vlad has a point. We're all just depressed. Damn it! It's come full circle. Right all along. (laughs) I have to buy his album now if he has one. I'm gonna say he doesn't, Jim. And if he did, it's not that impressive. I am sure he's an artist. I don't know what you're talking about, (laughs) Jim. Maybe you and him can do a version of your Frasier song together. Yeah, I can sing. It'll be perfect. He'll do some music in the background. Joe's like, please no. Do the soundtrack for the next Kevin Spacey movie. There you go. <laughs> hey, see? It's all coming full circle. You mean the next Kevin Spacey movie, Road Rash 2? Oh, oh <laughs> boy. Oh, boy. Damn. We just connected it all together. It's all, it's all coming together. Starring Jim. Well, speaking of coming. <laughs> Damn it, Jim. What? All right. I'm bad at transitions. What do you want from me? All right, Chambers is back from his pee break, and we have our final topic. So I've uh, been throwing up here, would it be a good game? It's kind of an offshoot of something else I used to do when I would talk about directors and would their movies make good games. But this is a movie Jim and I have talked about many, many times. It's goofy. It's over the top. But I also think it would be a good game, and that's Beer Fest. So, Joe, I don't know if you're familiar. Um, it's the same people who make Super Troopers. 
Yeah, um, I, I'm aware of the film. Yeah. yeah. I, so I've never seen you know, it, but I, I'm aware. You never. But, but I'm aware so basically, the plot is it's very goofy. These people go to Germany to let's just say bury their grandfather in Germany because they go to an Oktoberfest or a a version of Oktoberfest, which is called Beer Fest. Super secret thing. But basically, each nation, so you have United States, Germany, Italy, Ireland, all these, they compete in beer games. So you have, like, beer pong. But then they add, like, goofy ones. They call it, like, monkey chug, which is, like, hanging upside down from the bars and, like, trying to chug a beer. So it's a series of games. And I think of it similar to some of the old NES-style games. You could, you know... California sports. If I was will. just going to say like, tra- like track and field, right? Like track, track and field, field was my first thought. Yeah. yeah. Basically make it with like beer fest style games um, with updated graphics or something, but do a series of those. Like, would that be entertaining enough, especially if you did it with your buddies and you know, to Gemini's uh, advantage, maybe you make a little drinking event out of it. Like maybe even on screen, you could do like the drinker version or non drinker version and be like, chug a beer every time you're going to do a skate or something like that. I know for, if we take out the wokeness and not suggesting people do drinking, cause I know that's a big no, no, but do you think that could be a fun game? Yeah. And Jim, since I know you love the movie too. Oh God. I, don't I know. fucking love that movie. What do you think? Could it be, it could it be a good, a fun game? I think it could, you know what? Throw that on VR. Because, like, part of that's all the goddamn, like, interactivity and shit like that. And VR has such little, like, games that are kind of worth it anyway. I mean, I know it's got its dedicated fan base and shit. But, I don't know, if you could make something like that with, like, dedicated movesets and timing-based stuff, I think that could be a cool, like, little, uh, especially if you wiggle in a wave to make it a drinking game out of it. I think it'd be fun. Keep the control scheme simple so you can still hold a beer while, like, clicking one trigger or something like that. No, you gotta be able to play it one-handed. Or with yep. the, uh, well, yeah. <laughs> I'm used to that with everything, so. Damn it, Jim! Or what do you call it, like how, like, the Vive and PlayStation VR has, like, that circle ring thing at the end of the hand? Like, just stick a beer in there somehow, like, with one button control, and chug as you're going along. Jim, I've watched you do VR in person. It's not pretty. Brian, nothing I do is pretty. <laughs> Wait, actually, so this is a perfect segue. So, Joe, so one of the things I noticed last time I was down Wildwood, um... At the arcades, and I just assume now they have it at all, all arcades. So we're used to the traditional, you have basketball games. You might even have a fast pitch with like, or, you know, I call it fast pitch, but something with baseball or football. They literally had, um, uh, the fuck am I, uh, beer pong. Oh. Like they had, but it, but it was like a whole bunch of plastic cups. You literally had the pong balls, mm-hmm. and it was an arcade game. It was like, see if you can clear all the cups. I've never seen that before this year. And I'm like, oh, they're dipping into that territory now. So, did it, so let me ask, did it look like beer pong table or no? I saw so, – were you, guys, were you guys at too many games? I can't remember. Yes. So, yes. so there was a weird game that was on the floor there that – like people were playing and there was a bunch of like, like balls that they were bouncing and there was like cups and stuff. I'm trying to, I, but I, it looked very Japanese, but I don't know if that's what you're talking about or not. I had never seen it before, but there was a line to play it the one day. 
We uh, kind of didn't hit the arcade floor. We were <laughs> okay. kind of drunk by the time we got down to the I show itself. <laughs> I was watching over two, two, two children, I'll say. What? How dare you? Well, kind of. <laughs> don't, don't you even No, so this legit, the cabinet, the cabinet, if you want to call it, it's, think of it like, um, it's not, it's nowhere near as far back as like a basketball net, but it's, it's a pretty deep cabinet and they literally have, uh, it's not the standard six cups, but it's it's like it's like four, three, two, one. So they have like red solo cups. Obviously, they're made plastic, like really hard plastic, but they're set up like a beer pong table, and you get the balls that you just have to hit, and then the sensors will read if you hit it or not. Turns I off the light. That, yeah, yeah. So okay. I played that a few times in Wildwood, and what I will say is, I know for a fact, like. I kept hitting the same cup, and the light never went. Like, the sensor was bad or something. And you could tell people must have been chucking it because, like, corners of the cups were broken off. So, I God damn. That's, wow. It, like, people must have been. Did they pick up, like, the ski balls and throw it out there? What the fuck? I don't know. People probably got mad. But the one I played, I think it was called, I'm looking up now, it's called Beer Pong Master. Who makes like, that? that um, like, good I've gotta, question. I gotta look this up. I'm curious uh, what that game was that I saw at too many games now too. But but it's like you know, so you could you know, not saying you do a whole series of beer pong. Uh, beer Baytech makes it. Baytech. Okay, interesting. Yeah. But like you know, I, so I'm saying like there is an avenue for like beer themed games in arcades. But to Jim's point, you do a little VR or something, and yeah, you make it like the adult party game, like a Mario Party, but with a whole bunch of mini games that are beer related or something like that. So, Bri, I real would, quick, real quick segue. Yeah. Did you have your kids play the beer pong game? Oh, yeah, my son. As soon as I gave him a ball, all he knew was like he thought it was like mini basketball. He didn't know no better. He was getting in there. Yep, same with my daughter. She was like, oh, I got it and I turned off the light. I was like, yes, you did. You're like, you're doing great. So, yeah, but, like, you could do that with things like cornhole. You could do it with quarters. You could do – you could make arcade games out of it. Now, that would be awesome if you did a whole arcade section dedicated to that. But then again, at that point, you just go, well, why wouldn't I just do the real game if you're going that far? But as a video game itself, I don't know. I think it would be funny. And if you tied in the humor of – what the hell were the guys' names that do Super Troopers and Beer Fest? Uh Lounge Lizards. If you did like their humor intermingled with that stuff, I think it would be a good game. Yeah. Yeah, no, I mean I fucking love that movie. So any kind of game you could put together, it's gotta be a mini game set like we were talking about, but you put that, I mean I'll buy it, obviously. <laughs> so yeah, it, it 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 was a random one, but I thought about that. I saw it the other day and I said, Oh, that would be a that would be an interesting game. Wanted to get your guys' take on it. Yeah, I I definitely think that'd be interesting. I just I just dropped in the chat. If you if you click that link and scroll down three or four pictures, it's the game I was talking about. It's different, but like you can see, like there's like little oh, like, and you Ooh. and you like bounce the balls to try to like hit those different plates before they. Like, oh yeah, go that's in. way different. that's different yeah. than. But it's yeah, it's beer pong ish, but not quite. It's like you are doing bank shots. That's what they were playing at too many games. So oh, that was pretty what cool. I, so I actually just sent out the link for the thing I'm referring oh, yeah. let me, to. Let me take a peek at that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's totally different. 
Yeah, so that's just straight up. It looks like red beer, solo beer cups. Pong. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you wanted to make a beer pong game, and you just yeah, you just went for it. And apparently, from this is why I'm broke. You can pay over forty eight hundred dollars and get this, wow. which yeah. I would not Woo! recommend. Woo-hoo! That feels like somebody was like, you know what? I really like to play beer pong, but I don't have any friends. I'm just going to make this. <laughs> hey guys, they have an NBA Jam machine on here for eight hundred and seventy six dollars, and from the picture, it looks. Like the arcade one up one, dude. What, Joe? How many times have you seen that? When like trolling through like Facebook Marketplace or uh, trying to hit up the like offer up or whatever somebody for like arcade that, cabs, and it's always the arcade one up that they're so, trying to sell for like. Somebody a grand. got really mad at me because I I bitched about that on on Twitter once, or and and they're like they just call me like an elitist and all this kind of stuff. But it is really fucking annoying when you're looking for parts, especially because like I was working on Terminator Two this summer, and. Oh. I was like, God damn it, Arcade One Up made that machine. So now anytime I'm Googling parts for that, like Terminator 2 Arcade, I'm like, it just, that shit comes up. And it's like, That's... I have to weed through all this slop in order to try to find, like, you know, old parts for it. And it's so annoying. It's so annoying. <laughs> I'm just like crossing my fingers. It's like, I, at this point, like, I've got a well, a Mortal Kombat like that's I'm gonna be working on that, and it's like, well, that's already done. Like I know they've they've made that machine, um, you know, open ice. Like I mean, most of that stuff will be fine, but like you know, it's just a bitch whenever they come out with something that uh, I, I just happen to be working on at the same time, and it's or they've already done, and it's gonna dominate the search results. It happens all the time, mm-hmm. and you're right, like. You get like notifications or whatever. Somebody lists like an arcade cabinet in in your area, and it's like arcade machine, like Pac Man arcade machine. And it's like, oh, let me see. And then it's like, well, wait a minute, that's not, <laughs> that's not, it's not what we I had in mind when I yeah, it's that's the arcade one up machine, you know, and it's not clarified mm-hmm. in any way. Oh yeah, well it happens all the time. Like you look up like Sega Genesis or something, it'll be like, oh Sega Genesis for sale. Take a look at it. it's the uh, at games one. Oh, they perfect. want like sixty yeah. bucks for it, and I'm just like, oh, oh fuck. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's annoying. Wait, so Joe, are you telling me when I see those things on Facebook where it's two thousand arcade games in one cabinet, it's not real? Yeah, that's uh, it's it's probably <laughs> it's probably real, but uh, yeah, it's it's it was probably made with more love. Yeah, people always think that that makes it worth more money, and it's like, well, actually, like collectors don't want that. Like, we'd pay more for that if it was original, like that, as opposed mm-hmm. to you yanked all the good stuff out of it and put a emulator box in it or a PC. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but now Joe, uh, we want to say thank you so, so much for coming on. And once again, before we do any sign offs, where can people find you and where should they subscribe? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, check out Scarlet Sprites on YouTube, uh, Scarlet Sprites on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. Um, but yeah, definitely check out the channel into anything arcade related. I'm there and, um, you know, we're usually having a good time and restoring something. So check it out. Awesome. And with that, everyone, we want to say thank you all so much for watching. If you haven't already, make sure you hit that subscribe. Check all the links below for all of Joe's links. And if you're listening to us on iTunes or Spotify, please hit the subscribe button. Give us a five-star rating. Even if you want to bash us, we will read any comment on this Power Hour podcast. With that, we want to say have a good night, everyone. And cheers. Cheers, all.